Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load wrestling fans, it's time for war! Welcome back, wrestling fans. This is night two of Wrestling Authority Radio's nine-year anniversary celebration. This is a proud presentation of Rampage Productions brought to you on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Statistic Sean David, along with my co-host. The Sultan Solution. And the reason why the show could never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Tonight, we will have mystery guests throughout the evening that uh, Stan, Katie, and myself have lined up. Uh, more on that throughout the night. But what I want to do is uh, take a chance. We've got some huge breaking news here. I mean, it's just huge. <laughs> I don't even know about it. It's that huge. Um, I'm going to play this, and I will let Sin make a very special announcement. Oh. Hello? 
Jackson. Floor is yours, my friend. We'll keep it a little short and sweet. Um, I met with uh, Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme this week, and um, I am going to be the new trainer at their school. So exciting news. I get to get back to uh, wrestling, and that's what it's really all about, isn't it? Yeah. That's exactly what it's all about. Give back, teach, and knowledge. Exactly. Stories. Stories. Um, I am uh, I am excited for this. I will not list who their last trainer was. If you know, you know. Um, uh-huh. All I am going to publicly state, because I'm not here to sling mutt, is that there were issues with that individual and the sources that be at PWX to, to have this happen. Um, know, know this. If Sin trained me and I've turned out the way that I had, and look, my career may not have been all success and gravy train in the ring, but from a, from no. a promotional standpoint, I'm pretty damn good. Um, I'm excited to see what the next generation of talent that Sin is able to produce, being one of the originals to come out of the School of Wicked, um, is going to look like. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see. And, and know this, there are a lot of changes from information that has been shared with me through other sources that I have. Some very big changes coming to PWX between uh, their next event, which is right before Halloween and the end of the year. Um, yeah. I'm ex- Hello. I do not have a grudge. Um, you're here. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you first. Hello. Can you hear um, me? I do not have. A- yes. I do okay. not have a grudge with um, the powers that be at, at PWX. I had an issue with one individual. Um, and and at, the, at the end of the day, I want to see them succeed. I want to see them be the alternative in the area um, that can thrive. Because at one point, and, and I, a, a couple times in my lifetime as a fan here in the Illinois Valley, there were multiple companies running at one point. Um, and there was enough fans to go around for everybody to make some money. So that's, uh, that's the idea. That's the nature of the beast. Um, I am going to endorse right here, right now, um, as, as uh, I believe Sin's calling it, the newly reformed PWX Academy will be named the House of Sin. Um, Possibly. Possibly. Because <laughs> um, it was the House of Pain when it was right. uh, Powerhouse before, so I, I think we'll try to stick to something close to that. Yeah, yeah or you could go, you could go to Harry Potter and call it Slytherin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There might be a trademark on that one, Katie. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to get sued. But yeah, I want, there, yeah, but I there's, want... there's this with a Y. There's this with a Y, and yours would have to be with a Y, too. Damn it. It's idea failed. I want to uh, I want to take a moment to put over their next event here really quickly. Um, they've got an exciting lineup coming. So PWX presents Nightmare at North Point Arena, and this will be a special Sunday event on October 30th with a doors opening at four o'clock, bell time five p.m. at the North Point Arena in Streeter. Um, it is going to feature Shogun against Rhino. Now, it is my understanding Shogun has been training under Rhino, so this this will be interesting, more, maybe like a student versus teacher. Um, 
You're going to see the return of Tag Team Wrestling to Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. Uh, you're going to see your Lucha Champion. Um, you've got a, a Women's Championship match. Leslie La Maneca versus Selena Gray, Celine Gray. Very uh, big fan of Celine. And this is going to be a big event. And, uh, well, I mean, I have heard that um, because this is Devil's Night, there may be somebody at this event that knows a thing or two about Devil's Night. More on that in the coming weeks. <laughs> oh, I love so, Devil's Night. Um, all right. Are we ready to talk to our first mystery guest? Oh, I am. Hey, Katie. Yeah. Katie, Katie, do you remember yeah. one of the most epic stories that has ever been in the existence of this podcast? That would have to be Pink Pubes. And say hello to our old friend, Madman Panda. <laughs> what up, guys? How's it going? Hi. Hi, Katie. Oh, I, am driving, I am driving to Florida, so if, if I lose you guys, I'll call you back. Okay. Shouldn't you be heading in the opposite direction of that place? That's where yeah, I'm Florida. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's where I'm booked. That's where I'm going. I mean, I don't really live safe anyway, so it's time to got time to go in and, and see what this shit's all about. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. If you work with Necro Butcher and you and seen some of those matches, well, yeah, <laughs> he's he's not afraid of anything. Hey, I was gonna say if you call that if you call that school the house of sin, there's no telling what kind of preach you're gonna get in that motherfucker. They might not even know it's a wrestling school. Yeah, it might oh. might cross over with a little bit of that whole movie stuff that you're in. Right? <laughs> Which by the way, I, I did see you in that show. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. You were in a uh Robert England movie, were you not? 2001 Maniac. That's what it was. Yeah, I watched that movie. <laughs> it was good. Absolutely. You can All play right. a game with me in that movie. <laughs> I'm all through that damn thing. Yeah, every time you see Pondo take a drink, you'd be wasted by the end of the show. That's it. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Pondo, uh, can uh, you talk about a little bit about what you're doing now with the, uh, the yeah, new women's to? company you got going on? Yeah, so since 2015, I've been running my own uh, all-girls shows. It's called Girl Fight Wrestling. Right now, Billy Good. Stark is our uh, champion. We got Mickey Knuckles. We got Charlie Cruel. Nice. Uh, we, got, we got Randy West. Yeah, we we have our uh, our regulars, and then we we always bring in somebody to fly in, you know. So yeah, I'm having a good time with that, and I figure someday when I just can't get out of bed and wrestle anymore, I'll I'll still be in the business because I'll be running that that all girls company. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's very awesome. You know, the, the women. Just, what? I was just going to ask you a question, Katie. Uh, okay, I'm having, woman, I'm, having, I'm having problems hearing you over Pondo's wind. Pondo's in a wind. Uh, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't hear. Yeah, I'm having problems hearing Benito. 
Uh, we are going to try to get through this as best as we can. Pondo is driving. He's on the road in route to Florida. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to get through this as best we can, Katie. Um, what, what I, got, okay. I got a bunch yeah. of wind blowing through. There yeah. we go. We can hear you now, buddy. No, oh, no, hi. I can't hear. That's better. That's yeah. Yeah, I got, I got my windows up. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you. I love you. Thank you. Because I can't well, even uh, begin. What I was going to say, Katie, ah, is, this uh, is bad, bad again. Bad again. Bad. Yeah, I can't hear a damn thing on uh, Benito's side. Huh, that's weird. All right. All right. Um, Well, what I want to do is we're going to try to get some of these connection issues uh, situated. So what I'm going to do at this time is play one of our old man's uh, ads here from back in the day. We miss you, Steve Kane. And I'll give about a minute or so to everybody to try to try to clear this up, and we'll keep going. We'll be right back. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, here. I was with your mother. Her name was Pam. And it was the wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I was a nine-pound lobster in her bearded clam, all while we sat back and listened to P.W.R. Slam. I am the lyrical miracle, the sexual intellectual, and the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner. You are listening to P.W.R. Slam. Keep listening and have yourself an eargasm. An eargasm. We love our good old friend, Joel Gertner, and we are back. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to get through this, folks. Uh, the, the, the live broadcasting sometimes has its difficulties, um, so we're just going to get through this as best we can. We apologize for any interruptions. Um, Pondo, Girl Fight Wrestling, we got to give credit where it's due. This is one of the first uh, interviews that you ever got us with a woman that you were dealing with back in the day. And I don't mean to bring up bad memories for you, but this chick... I'm Crazy Ray Dotson. You listen to Graveyard Radio Network? 
It was one of the first interviews we ever did on this What's program. Who is, who is that? Crazy Mary Dobson, Sarah a.k.a. Logan. Sarah Logan. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. I love that woman. I can't even count how many times she call in. And then she'd get the boys to shut up, and it would just be me and her. I love her. Well, and you also had your repertoire with my good old friend, Mickey Knuckles, that Pondo knows that I know will be sharing some yes. of those stories tonight. Um, you know, this this program was designed nine years ago by my brother, who has worked with, along with Pondo as well, um, to really kind of be a, a home for guys to come and tell their stories, guys and girls, and promoters, and be a platform that was going to address wrestling the right way, from from uh, an insider's look by people that are actually, or have been in the business. Because you, listen, except, you can listen. Uh, yeah, except, Hold on. For me. Hold on. I've never been, I'm a fan. That's it. That's all I do. You, you can listen to uh, Mark's podcast 20 million times over, and you'll never learn the amount of stuff that you will learn on this program. And it's yeah. why we've prided ourselves in doing this for nine years, having guys like Road Warrior Animal. Um, last night, we had Felice on in one of his first podcast appearances since being released from WWE. want to thank, spend a moment to thank him. Uh, he shared a lot of knowledge. He really did. Yes, he he did. shared a lot of knowledge last night. On, great. Uh, on things that we didn't know. And while we're talking about women's wrestlers, I'll get Pondo's opinion on this woman in a second. But want to remind everybody, tomorrow night is our last night of our three-night anniversary celebration, and we're, kicking a, uh, we're closing this thing up in a big way. Tomorrow night, it is a woman legend that Steve Kane always wanted on this program, and I made it happen. Uh, just not before yeah. he passed. Tomorrow night, we will be joined by women's wrestling legend, Princess Victoria, at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central Standard Time. Right back here on the Evolution Radio Network. Yep. So, yeah, we'll be... So, oh, that's our start time tomorrow? Our start time yes. is 6.30, not 6? Yes. Okay. Quick question to Katie. Katie, if you wanted to see a female wrestler in Pondo's company, who would it be? Jordan Grace. Jordan Jordan Grace. Grace. We had her. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Another thing, if you could get an appearance by Rosemary. Yeah, you got to have her. Uh, (laughs) uh, Abaddon. That'd be great. Who else do I like? Um, There's a few. Oh, oh, Thunder Rosa. Miss Thunder, we haven't got Rosa on this show in a long time, but yeah, Rosa used to come here too. But yeah, um, who else do I like? Yeah, that's yeah. I I like I like what I like. Crazy, I love Crazy Mary Dobson. I love Mickey Knuckles. Just, uh, you know, maybe every once in a while I'll have a glow girl here and there. You know. Yeah. I I will. Uh, yeah inform uh, Pondo on who Sin and I had the pleasure of meeting here about a month or so ago down in lovely Peoria, Illinois at the Jukebox Comedy Club. Uh, Sin and I pulled into the parking lot. We were down there for an event and uh, we went down there to see Alondra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa, and one of the nicest women you could ever, ever ask for. I was hoping to land her from this prog- uh, for this program. I never heard from her. I know in traveling yeah. she may have lost my number, but um, she's always a big fan of her. And to, to hear what she went through. Yeah. Exactly. If anybody, 
If anybody wants to see her, I believe she'll be going back out on the road again in 2023. She's got a book coming out. Um, that's somebody that you want to go and see that live show. It was, I think it was 20, bu- uh, 20 bucks for front row tickets for Sin and I each. Um, it was good. And I love her to death, and I have that much more respect for her for the bullshit that she had to put up in a man's industry. Because if she would have oh, been a women's wrestler when this thing got... When they tried to really put it at the forefront, she would have been a star. She was already oh, yeah. a star in my book, but... Yeah, me too. Um, well, and, anyway. and then to... Hold on one sec. And then to find out, because this ties back into Pondo's women's wrestling, because he's been to Japan, he's probably met this woman in person, but to find out that Alondra was the reason that Vince brought in Bull Nakano. That was like... Oh, I met her. That was a nice meeting. I really enjoyed meeting Bull Nakano. She's a sweetheart. She's a little quiet, but yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. Not as quiet as beautiful Bobby... Oh, I, 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 I don't know Bull, about that. I don't know about that. I ate at Bonacano's restaurant, and uh, because we were wrestling, I went with a wrestling fan, and she knew who the fan was, so she treated us real good. Uh, uh, she's way smaller than what she used to be. She's a she's a all star golf pro in Japan right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. That's cool. That's saying something. That's saying something, let me tell you what. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so you've been working the hardcore scene for a long time. Just kind of curious. Uh, we had a match once, and uh, I've always said this to people. Uh, I think you have the best hardcore mind that I've ever worked with. Like, Whoa, uh, the understanding of it. That's <laughs> well, saying something. But, uh, well, yeah. so many, so many guys think that hardcore is swing this, swing this, swing that. No, it's, you have to, uh, you know, you have, nobody wants to see a death match go over 10 minutes. So you got 10 minutes to tell a story and don't use your big shit all the way until your 10 minutes is almost up. I mean, yeah. there, there's, a, there's a way to do it, and there's a way not to do it. And a lot of these guys, it's just throw tubes, swing tubes, you know? I mean, that's cool, okay? What? Swing that wham, tube once. Wham, yeah, yeah. Wham, bam, thank you. Bye-bye. So you swing that tube once, you get a pop. You swing it the second time, you get a smaller pop. Three, four, one hundred. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah, so you just sure. gotta, you just gotta figure out where to put your uh, your your uh, moves through tubes, or or where a gusset goes, yeah. or when to pour tacks out on a ring. Yeah. So I, I would so I appreciate the good word. It's just uh, it's just me turning a wrestling match into a death match. It really is, too, because when working with you, um, and even seeing you work in general, you know, it's not just pure blood and gore. There's actually, when you watch your matches, it's excellent that you actually tell a story, which is amazing. I do my best. (laughs) Oh, you do very well. 
Um, so I, I was being asked you, have you still been doing a lot of Japan trips or anything like that, or has COVID put all that down? Well, yeah, COVID really messed things up. Uh, I, w- I was went 43 times from 2000 to 2008. Oh, and my then, God. Uh, and then one time in 2017. And then uh, I was supposed to go back, but then COVID hit. So now I think that's all getting cleared up over there. So I might be making a trip back over to Japan here pretty soon. Awesome. Awesome. So, That'd be cool. uh, Mondo, uh, I gotta ask you, who's going chicken? Yeah, I get that a lot. You'd be, uh, you'd be amazed how many times I get asked that question. Probably plenty. Probably plenty, love. Yeah. So, I don't want to hog up all the questions. If you guys want to ask, please do. Um, well, I'll, we'll we'll share some stories here. Um, Pondo got. To wrestle Mephisto twice in in Wicked Wrestling Alliance, and I believe for each of the matches, Steve Kane was the referee. And Steve always loved to tell the story about how he uh, took the stapler to the rear end. That <laughs> <laughs> was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Well, <laughs> well, it got a pop. It worked. It worked. Um, but you and I got worked up at a company up in Freeport, Illinois. Uh, many years ago, and it was um, it was a good place to work. But uh, your match was against, uh, I believe, I don't even remember if I'm remembering this right, but I know Juicy Jimmy was there, and I think you were against Peter B. Or were you against Juicy Jimmy? I just it, it blurred. But I know I was a, I was against Peter B. That's what I thought, and uh, you know. Um, He's still running events from what I've been told, what I've been seeing up in, uh, uh, I think, Michigan again. Um, those were some brutal matches. He had one before they brought you in with uh, uh, Stumpy, and uh, that was barbed wire. And it was like, it's like two oh, wow. dogs rolling around in barbed wire. Like, they're literally <laughs> going to get cut up and oh, my God. like stuck pigs. Well, uh, well, Mongo, look at... Mon- the match I, I went and saw. Okay, I watched them set up that ring and everything. The whole the whole ring was was barbed wire. Um, they had they had a piece of wood that you could beat the shit out of somebody with in a barbed wire. They had a baseball bat done up in barbed wire. Oh yeah, a table, everything. It was great. And I, I was front row center. I mean, like I was like step not not even as, I was a step and a half from the ring. It was great. You just you just described my whole weekend. Excellent. Excellent. If you you remember that show where I wrestled Peter B., uh, Mongo McMichaels was at that. Oh. Yes, that is the show that I worked with Steve Mongo McMichael, and Mongo told me, he said, kid, he says, you're one hell of an announcer. I don't know what you're doing with this group. And I looked at Pondo, (laughs) and I looked at Mickey, and I said, well, we've been saying that for a while, and... uh, Mickey wrestled Jesse Bell Smothers that night. That was a hell of a match. Those two beat the shit out of each other. And um, Smothers was there. He was in some kind of tag match. I don't remember much of that. I just know he was there. Because he came up and, he, he, like, I talked to Tracy online and on the phone a couple times. And he was like, hey, Sean. I'm like, please, but you're not supposed to remember me. Like, that's, 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 that's,
it didn't it didn't click. Um, I miss Tracy dearly. I love working with Jesse Bell. Uh, Ryan Howe was on those cards. I love Ryan Howe to death. Probably one of the greatest workers um, that WWE passed on, in my opinion. I know they didn't see his full potential. I know that there's promoters out there that are not going to agree with me on that opinion, but he looks like a million bucks and it worked his ass off and he's not that expensive. I still would have loved to see Pondo go to WWE when they had the hardcore title, personally. But <laughs> nah, I, I, WWE never wanted me, and really, I I never wanted them. I know a lot of wrestlers who never make it there say things like, I never wanted WWE, which you know damn well they did. But I'm telling you the truth. My dream was never WWE. My dream was always wrestling in Japan. And I think 43 times going back is a pretty good record on that. I think I've beat it. Yeah, I think I think you've achieved your goals. <laughs> talk, right. talk to us about the mindset to go into one of those death matches. Um, you know, you're talking about an uh, opponent like a Terry Funk, um, Sabu comes to mind, Abdullah, Bruce Brody. Who would be the most scariest in that instance, uh, even New Jack, for you to get in the ring with? Uh, I am the guy that goes after wrestlers that other wrestlers are afraid of, like New Jack. Everybody was afraid to wrestle New Jack. I I couldn't wait to wrestle New Jack. Uh, Manny Fernandez, everybody's wrestled. Uh, okay, is afraid to wrestle Manny. Uh, Vader, everybody was afraid to wrestle Vader, but I always figured that kind of match to be going. So I always those guys. Uh, not too long ago, and a six-man scramble thing. I don't know all the names. I know Supreme was in it. Also, Violent Jack was in it. But one of the guys that was in it was Damian Six Six Six. So yeah, we kept counting. Oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Damien Six Six. Well, right before the match, these two guys come over to Hey, man, be careful out there. Damien Six 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 is after you. He's going to get you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, something he doesn't like about you, he's going to get you. So I was like, okay. Bell rings. I go straight after Damien Six Six Six. And, and uh, we... We fight all over the building. We go up on the bleachers, uh, all types of shit. And when we got done, he come and gave me a hug and told me how how he loved the intensity and all that shit. And then those That's two awesome. guys come over to me. Those two guys came over to me after he left and said, "Hey, we was just." Oh jeez. Oh no. Uh, you know, there there are some people that don't understand that if you're getting booked in a death match, it's not it's not weapons galore at 20 miles an hour. There's a science to it. There's a psychology to it. Um, it's not to say that I have an issue with death match wrestling. I have an issue uh, in most cases for blood for the sake of blood. It's got to be built to. No, you've um, got no. You have you have an issue with Nick Gage type stuff. Well, that's what you have. Yeah. Just, no, it when he sucks. got really bad and almost fucking killed himself, you had an issue with that. 
Yeah, I did, and and there's other instances of that, not just at Nick Gage's uh, GCW, but Combat Zone yeah. and IWA had it happen too. Yes. I mean, yes, it's there's a fine line, and it becomes. I think the thing with me with Ian Rotten that I go back and look at is when I was an IWA Mid South fan, Ian was booking some of the greatest cards you could watch as a fan. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, but why are we talking about? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's, let's talk about Kondo. Uh, let's not go and, and make that man's name live on. Let that motherfucker die where that motherfucker needs to die. Let's not even talk about that piece of shit. Right. I'm just going to say that... Um, as a fan, when I went to one of his shows, one of the greatest matches that I was able, able ever able to see was J.C. Bailey against Nate Webb. They were doing a, a program over there. I believe it was a Texas death match. I had never seen two men with so much passion go out there and just be them. You could tell those two in the ring had chemistry, and you don't get that with everybody. I, uh, I, I will... I miss J.C. Bailey. He, I didn't know the man well, but he was a hell of a talent. I will say that. Loved watching that man perform. Um, and I, I, I just, some of this deathmatch wrestling stuff, I like, I do. But then we've got these bigger companies like AEW that see what Onita did over in Japan, and they tried to do it here in the States, and it was a popcorn farm. Yeah. You can't, you can't re- replicate something Onita did. You really can't. So, uh, you know, you know, Kondo, I'm going to use this as a transition. I was booked to work for ICP, and you said Sarge would call me. He didn't call me, and you didn't call me. <laughs> I said, so I we call you show. Sarge? Yeah, you, uh, you told me to uh, send my info to Sarge, and I did. And then Sarge booked me, but he didn't tell you or Mahoney to tell me I was booked that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that so well. And uh, just because of that, I got to ask you this question. What was it like working for the Clowns? I still work for the Clowns. I'm on uh, I'm on Hollow Wish and coming up the 30, 31st for those guys. Awesome. I am the, oh. the longest reigning wrestler that's worked for ICP consistently. And, uh, oh, wow. So I, I've been their champion twice. I've been their tag champion two times. So yeah, I've been to all 22 gathering of the Juggalos. So yeah, I've been around those guys a lot, and I got no issues whatsoever. Excellent. So do, do you have any cool stories you could tell us about uh, one of their uh, Juggalo gatherings? Well, here I could go on and on, but. Just look at it this way. I've been to all oh, 22 God. gatherings, so can you imagine the shit that I've seen over 22 years? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, that sounds like multiple colored cubes to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not just pink, folks. Not just pink. We got Technicolor cubes. Technicolor cubes. Get it? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I must not be privy to that joke. I don't know. But the pink okay. cubes. 
the Pink Pube story that Pondo told about being on his show somewhere where there was a bounce. They'll have to tell it about a drummer getting a blowjob or something. Yeah, yeah, that was in Philly. It was uh, it was uh, the Murder Jockeys Dino Six came out yeah. on stage the and, lead, the and lead his, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and then the lead, his mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was pink. It was all pink. Yeah. And then. But the, yeah, and sorry, the, yeah, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So his mohawk. His mohawk was pink when he came out on stage, and then when he took his pants off, his pubes were pink, same hot pink. So, uh, yeah, and it was anti-scene. He, uh, something happened to the drummer for anti-scene, so Dino Six took uh, took the place, and, and that's I'm still friends with uh, Jeff Flight from anti-scene today, and uh, I just think <laughs> Dino Six two years ago, and he has no clue who the fuck I am, but he was so fucked up that night, there's no way he would know who I was, but uh, me and Bull did a no-rope bob wire for those guys. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, so what else you got lined up for uh, the next, uh, uh, the, the rest of the year? The rest of the year, I got well, like I said, I'm headed to Florida for ARW. Um, I have the uh, the Hollow Wicked coming up. And uh, on the night before Thanksgiving, we always do this show called Midnight Girl Fight, where we start the show at midnight, and we'll have, like, uh, the guys versus the girls. It's called Gender Wars. So that's about the only thing that's really coming to mind that I got coming up that are really exciting. All right, all right. Well, you know, if you ever need a guy for stand up for the guys versus girls, I'll be there. I got you. <laughs> oh my. Get hold of me. <laughs> oh my. Um, well, I mean, it's been. So great talking to Pondo here tonight. Pondo, uh, just one of the things that a lot of people don't know is Pondo can actually does not always have to work hardcore. It's what he's known for. But Finn, uh, uh, you want to tell the Pondo the story about Tim Lyle wanting to bring him in back in the day? Oh, oh, geez. you probably don't even know who Tim Lyle is, do you? Yeah, I remember Tim Lyle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, it was just, it was weird. Uh, Tim would have hardcore matches. And then, uh, I don't know, he just brought you up once. He's like, man, I think he charges too much and all this and all that. And I'm like, uh, it's Pondo. <laughs> of course, he's worth it. You know what I mean? And you weren't that expensive either, which was what well, was crazy about it. But, yeah, um, have you ever worked for Tim? Because uh, I was with him very early in Powerhouse, and I, I don't remember you ever being on any of his cards. If you remember uh, the midgets, we were doing, when I was running with uh, the Bloody Midgets, we had a show on a Saturday, and Tim Lyle had a show on a Friday. And we uh, came in there and worked for Tim Lyle that night before that. Oh, that's very cool. That nice. must have been very cool. missed each other. I, I worked for his company for a long time. Yes. 
And now you're working for the, the second rendition of this company. Yes. Under a new name, Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme's next event will be coming your way the end of the month. And, uh, Finn, is there any update on when your first uh, school will be in session? Well, I, uh, I suffered a, uh, a um, injury a few days ago to my right shoulder. So oh, uh, how that goes, right now it's a, it's a grade three um, problem where my collarbone kind of beats into my shoulders. Um, so it's, uh, if it's, it should be surgery, it'll probably heal up in what I have seen about two to eight weeks is the norm. Um, I'm only about four days out and it's feeling pretty good. So I think I'm going to be more on the two week side. So who knows? I'm sure you'll yeah, see me. I'm sure you'll yeah, see me in sh- Streeter on the 30th. My shoulder Uh-oh. hates me. So my shoulder hates me with a passion. My left one from like, well, sometimes it's to my elbow from my shoulder, shoulder blades to my elbow. And, yeah, I should be having a scan, but you think I've called and made an appointment for the scan? No, no, I haven't. Should I? Yes. Have I? No. But I totally feel, yeah, I've got, I've got tendonitis and whatnot in my shoulder and my shoulder blade down to my, down to my elbow. So sometimes. So I totally know. I've got disconnected nerves in my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that arm's pretty, yeah. My, that arm looks fuzzy, you know? <laughs> Oh jeez, you're yeah, talking about that. Like Pondo probably has an all these habits to him. <laughs> right, I, I'm just, I'm just sitting here listening to all your guys' injuries. Uh, <laughs> not too long ago, two two years ago, well, 2019. Sorry, was the first time that I ever went to the hospital off of a wrestling show. Mania weekend, Matthew Justice jumped off the balcony. He Broke two of my ribs, punctured my lung, making the collapse. But I still went to the ring and did another seven minutes, even with the collapsed lung, which I think puts me in the motherfuckers club for the rest of my life. Yeah, you are. I would, I would, I would put you in a club of your own badass motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> B-A-M-S. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, you've got a lot of shows going on this weekend. Make sure you get out and uh, support one of them. And, uh, I mean, that's that's basically what this is about. Um, you want to kind of touch base with Tondo. It's been a while, and uh, we'll keep this going. All right, guys. I'm about to hit uh, Nashville, so I want to. All right. Uh, okay. Got to pay attention when you get into Nashville, because these, no matter how good a driver you are, Nashville, they have more on drivers. So I'm gonna let you guys. Yeah. Know, but thank you for your time. Yeah. And, thank uh, you. Let me know. Let me know if you ever want me to be on your show again. I'm down to oh, it. Oh, darling, you're welcome on our show. Save the phone number, drop by if you want to. Seriously, just call in and say, I'm here, and you'll be on. No problem. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. 
All right, man. Hey, it's great guys. talking to you again. And uh, yeah. my my daughter uh, texted me and was like super excited that we were talking to you. So she says hi. Tell her I said hello back. I still have the picture of me and her on my uh, Facebook memories that pops up every nice. once in a while. Aww. All right. Well, you know, That's you're cute. you're her you you were her favorite Indian worker, even though you about destroyed her father. How old uh how old was she in that picture, do you remember? Oh man, she was young. Uh yeah, real young. Uh, I, I mean it when was that? About ten years ago, maybe. Uh, it had to have been longer than that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll send you. The, I'll send you the picture again when it shows up on my memories. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. All right, guys. I'm about to hit Nashville. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right. Much, yeah. Much love, honey. Drive safe. All right. That was Man Van Pondo, one of our. One of our longest reigning guests, and we love him. He's great. Love him all the bits. Definitely. Okay, there you were. I thought it was all alone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. For once, you're nah. almost quiet. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go quiet, man. Don't go quiet. No, don't. Being quiet is like when your kids are quiet. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Katie gets yeah. scared when it gets quiet. Yeah, All right. It's going on step and take up business call. Okay. So, so we move. Sean's I, got a business call. It, Sean's got a business call. This is all ours for about five minutes. This is all ours? So. Yeah, it's okay, all ours. Well, well, uh, well, I guess I'll tell some Pondo stories. Oh, please. Please do. Please, please do. I don't, I don't have any stories to tell. But I suck. I suck today. I do. We, uh, <laughs> the reason I asked Pondo... Um, if he's going chicken hunting, okay, is because uh, he he became our hardcore champion at the uh, first show, uh, not our first Wicked show, but the uh, the first show he wrestled for Wicked, and okay. uh, we told him, you know, at that time there was a lot of juggalos in the crowd. I'm not gonna lie, but there were also oh, some younger kids in the crowd, right? So we're like, hey, Pondo, could you not cuss tonight? So the Pondo gets on the mic And he looks at the crowd And he's like I got a question for all you Who's going chicken hunting And they scream back we going chicken hunting So again he goes who's going chicken hunting We going chicken hunting hunting. Yeah and he's like who's going chicken hunting And of course We're going chicken hunting the, The crowd screams back the third time We going motherfucking chicken hunting where are you going, motherfucking chicken hunting? And, and uh, he makes the comment to the crowd. He, make, he makes the comment to the crowd. They told me I couldn't cuss, but I got you guys too. So I was just like, I laughed my ass off. Yeah, you know, hey, that's the one thing. When you tell somebody they can't swear, they're going to find a loophole around it every single time. I'm the worst for it. I don't, and especially if I'm in, like. I'm not in one very often, but especially if I'm in a church, it's all fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I don't, it's, yeah, Kate, you can't swear, fuck. <laughs> so it, it happens. I've used up my F-bombs for the night, by the way. There will be no. <laughs> I think I used them up just talking about what Pondo said. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Pondo. 
I love Batman all the bits. Yeah, he's great. Any any time he wants to be on our airspace, he can be on airspace. He's family. That's right. Yeah, and we'll make sure to keep an eye on his company uh, and mm-hmm. uh, keep everybody updated of their shows that they're going to be having because uh, oh, yeah. my understanding they're really good shows. So um, yeah. And, you know, also, I've always I've never had the chance to see Mickey Knuckles wrestle live, so this will be you know yeah. if I go see one of his shows, it'll be my first time. All That'd right. Be wicked. At this point, we are going to take our song break. Oh, crap. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to call. I'll I'll refresh my call. All right. Uh, Let me see what we can find here. Something nice and hardcore. Yes, I've got something. something. Something greasy. Come on, man. Something nitty gritty, you know? We'll be back in about four minutes. Good boy.
Saturday night, June 26th, at the Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's Stimulus Check Wrestling. Yep, we're putting our stimulus checks together, and we're going to have a wrestling show. Featuring some down-on-his-luck XWCW guy that we can get for under 100 bucks, and a few other guys we can pay 10 bucks a piece for. That's Saturday night, June 26th, unless the zombie apocalypse is caused by the virus. That's Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana. And Stimulus Check Wrestling, you don't want to miss it. Professional wrestling, entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training aren't family-friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the... Getting a star maker bowling 
PWR Slam here on the Graveyard Network. Just having a blast and can't wait to be back on here. Everybody tune in and listen. This is a fantastic show. Well, thank you for the kind endorsement there, Star Maker. Yep. Thank you. Thank you very much, Uncle Kenny. And we are back. This is hour two of night two of our three-night, nine-year anniversary celebration. We're going to dive into some other topics, see who else calls. We'll take your calls here tonight at 515-602-9678. You have a question for professional wrestling trainer Sin or myself or even Chaotic Katie. Feel free to call yeah, in. We yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can feel free to call in and we'll answer any question you want. And that includes not within reason, but yeah. Ask me about my sex life. Yeah. (laughs) Ask me about my wiener. Absolutely. So, uh, (laughs) should we talk a little bit of what what everybody thinks is going to happen in WWE? We will uh, get to that momentarily. What I want to talk about at this present moment is our final night. It's tomorrow night. You've joined us this far. Do not, do not, I repeat, do not miss tomorrow night. I have been waiting for this uh, uh, guest to come on. I actually landed her before I landed us Kalisto. Um, this is this has been a long time coming. This is in nine years. This this has never happened up until tomorrow night. We will be joined by Princess Victoria. She is excited. Uh, she actually she was texting me to confirm everything last night, and uh, she goes, "I'll talk to you tomorrow." And I said, "Tomorrow, tomorrow." I said, "Tomorrow is only Wednesday, honey." And she goes, "Don't get old." And I I, I texted her back. I said, "You have boots older than I than I." She's like, "Boots." I have, and we won't get into it. We'll let her tell the rest of the story older than you, Sean. She's like, you're just a young pup. Oh, my God. I got boobs older. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably got boobs older than you. Yeah. I'm excited. If you watch that Dark Side of the Ring episode on Fabulous Moolah, you will hear the passion that this woman is going to share tomorrow. We will be diving into some very deep topics the same way that we did with Kalisto here last night. I again yep. want to thank Kalisto for coming out. He loved it. Great response from him. Uh, very ecstatic. He said, I've never done um, a podcast that's run by people that actually understand the way the business ticks. And I said, you have to understand that when I asked you to do this podcast and said that I was tied to Steve Kane, that wasn't BS. That wasn't me, you know, being like the promoter that ran off on him. You'll all have to excuse me one minute. I got to unlock this door for mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I should start calling you Mom because you make sure this show doesn't suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, but, well, Sin can also tell you, Sin's a former guest and now and now a co-host, but Sin can tell you this, like, when you come on this airspace, it's nice and laid back. We give the airspace to you. It's your show. It's not, it's, we're here. It's our show too, but we give it to you. We're not, like we don't just sit there and and it's not. I'm not going to say we're not structured, but it's just it's just laid back. If you want to crack a beer, you crack a beer. You want to light a joint, you light a joint. It's not a big deal. You can, 
you sit back, you get comfortable enough, and you drop an F-bomb until comfortable you get here. So Exactly. Um, uh, now that, that Pondo's not on, I did want to talk a little bit more about the school that's going on. Um, okay. The school's based on Streeter. As stated earlier, it's going to be held at the same place where they're doing their show on the 30th. That's where we're going to be training. Um, also, uh, uh, if you're interested in training or being finished trained, uh, you can contact either me directly on Facebook, uh, Benito Gonzalez Jr. I'm from Illinois. Not a very common name. Uh, or you could go to Wicked Wrestling Alliance on Facebook. Or you can check out PWX on Facebook or contact them. So uh, anybody interested in learning, it's a good place to go. Uh, I'll make sure you get trained right. I will, uh, I've will. i been training people for many years now, so I look forward to doing it again. Um, and I, I will give my full endorsement here at this time. I have traveled the road with Finn multiple times. Um, he is the man that trained me. We all know that there was another guy that was involved in training me. I'm going to name names. Um, I don't give him that credit anymore. And I explained to Sin uh, in, in learning over this over the weekend, I said, this is why I don't give this other individual the credit. I said, because when you go to a wrestling promoter, the last thing you want to do is give them a name that is not credible or a name that has a bad reputation as your trainer. You will shoot yourself in the foot. Um, Every single time. I I thank the other people that had a hand in training me, but at the end of the day, that credential is handed to Sin. He's who taught me how to bump, taught me how to run the ropes, how to lock up, all of that. And much more than that, even, even all this time later, I still learned psychology from him. And I like to think that I've taught him a thing or two in, in, in our time here reconnecting and redoing the podcast and traveling together. He's learned things from me that maybe he didn't know before. And I've always been, the, even Steve Kane taught me this and then Schumann. Um, it is not that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And just because the, the old dog knows how to do the trick doesn't mean he can't be taught a new way to do the trick, if that makes any sense. That's right. Well, it makes sense. Uh, um, makes sense. Hey, I fully my dog, it. My, my dog, my dog was seven years old and blind when I got him, and I had to retrain him. So if I can retrain a blind dog, Benito can retrain you. <laughs> it's not about retraining. It's it's all about they just yeah. want to get in training. Adding, or if, adding to um, your training. Excuse me. I, adding. I do That's have a student that was mostly, uh, all, all, almost all the way trained that I'm taking on as one of the students there, and. Uh, well, right I'll throw out a name here. Uh, he should be working under the name, I do believe, Amazing Austin Adonis. This kid, okay. is, this kid is super talented, so I'm going to give him a little holler out. Watch for this guy over the next year or so. I think you're going to see him uh, wrestling for a lot of companies. He's uh, very impressive, very impressive. He reminds me of uh, the Phoenix Brothers. Where, like, oh, wow. as soon as I met them and they got in the ring, they were dead on. You know, they, it was like they just had a natural aptitude. So, very happy about those guys, too. Throw, yeah. throw a shout-out for the Phoenix Brothers. 
And and I want to go back on to a, a very early topic that was covered here by Katie, Steve Kane, and I, and many other guests and, and, and other co-hosts we've had through the years. Training to be a professional wrestler if you're going to be in the industry is not optional. It is not up for debate. It is not optional. There are plenty no. of schools out there that if you want to learn this craft and learn it the right way, you get into somebody like Sin. You get into somebody like a Bob Horton Jr. that Sin has worked with. There are plenty of schools, and you will know a credentialed trainer when you see one. And I'm not, I'm not trying to cut open wounds here, but what I'm about to say, I want everybody to hear me loud and clear. If you're being trained by a guy that can go out and work a match and not have a five- to ten-minute match where he's actually moving, you're not training under the right person. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot. There's a lot to learn. And uh, I think a lot of people misunderstand wrestling and they think it's, you know, even even some people, I, I wouldn't even say wrestling is 50% athletics uh, to mind because, I mean, you just really got to understand it. There's that a lot of guys that um, I've seen come and go were athletic, but they just didn't have the right mindset for it. Um, it's it's you gotta you gotta be quick on reaction time on your feet. Yeah. Yep. So. That's what we were talking about. We were talking about last night. You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep going. You just, yeah. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care if it was describing a lucha great like uh, oh crap like like Kalisto that we had, you know, like, had to, that was amazing last night. I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from last night. That good our interview with him was. But, yeah, that's what you need what to I, do. You need what, to keep going. What I, what I, the reason that I brought this up is I have met too many people in my 20 years doing this. Well, I got trained by so-and-so. And if you go find footage of so-and-so on YouTube, we live in a digital world. Uh, it used to be that you could get away with, with saying you trained under so-and-so and somebody couldn't look into it. We live in a digital world. It can be looked And there are guys out there that lie about who trained them, too. Don't be that guy. Because I promise yep. you, I promise you as the former trainee of Sins, if you walk into the, the newly formed house of Sin or whatever it may be called, and you lie to him or, or the owners of Powerhouse about your credentials, and he gets you in that ring and finds out, he's going to have your ass. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In a sling, a big one. I uh, I will never forget um, being a trainee of Wicked as myself, and there was a talent that was booked to come up and be a part of the event, and he got in the ring with Sin, and they they started to chain wrestle a little bit, and I thought the guy was going to dislocate Sin's arm or something. It was bad. <laughs> uh, oh my yeah. God. I don't even remember who the guy God. was, but uh, I. Uh, it was it was a uh, hip toss, I do believe, and he he about yanked my arm out of socket, and uh, I rolled out, and I, I think I I went over to you because I was training you, and I'm like, did you see what went wrong there? Did you see what he did? <laughs> like wow, it, it, ouch. And, and I want everybody to realize something: Sin's credentials as a trainer can be tracked. Damien Sin, that wrestled for a short period of time, came out of the School of Wicked. Uh, Bam Bam Hanglin spent some time at the, the School of Wicked. Um, Dakota Hungerford, who is blasted on the scene all over the place, he, he got some training with Wicked. I trained with Wicked. 
Victor Priest trained with Wicked, a.k.a. Chris Stark. Um, Nick Logan got his start with Wicked. Um, Matt the Hammer Hancock. Judas, Matt the Hammer Hancock. Um, um, yeah. uh, the wrestler that now, now goes by the name uh, Anna Zahn. Yes. CW champion. Yes. Uh, I don't know if she's going by Amazon or Natasha Clean. It's kind of whatever they book her is for the night. But, yeah, she got her start there. And yeah. I don't want people coming out and saying, well, Sean's endorsing this. I endorse it because I've worked alongside of the man in the last six months and can tell you he's still got something to offer the business. Well, I appreciate that, man. I really um, do. It's, it's not just the move. The thing that I always prided myself in learning from Sin is Sin was one of the very few trainers that I had that would tell, make it a requirement to study tape. Too many trainers out there today don't even – we live in a world where you can stream damn near any match you want to find. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. find anything. No, nope. but – Trust me, if there's ever anything – and this has happened, whether it be a pay-per-view link or whatever the heck it has to be, I say, Sean, can you get me this? Done. Five seconds. More than anything, more than anything in the world, you are going to learn techniques that you're not going to learn with other trainers. Sin has been doing this almost 30 years. His life will also be a part of this process. So anybody looking to train to be an announcer, I will be lending some of my expertise possibly for that. Um, A lot of people don't know I went through professional voice training to to get my voice to the state that I was comfortable doing this program and announcing. Um, It's not. It's not. It is an art. It it really is an art. So this isn't your real voice? Is that what you're trying to sell me here? Yeah, he um, actually sounds like Mike Tyson. <laughs> um, the thing about Mel Storm coming to the table is this. Learning from Sin, learning from Mel Storm, they're going to teach you how to take bookings the right way. Um, we, we saw this less than a couple weeks ago when Nick Logan and Mel Storm were on the program. Mel has the ability to take a young talent, and, and, and even still to this day with me, and and kind of steer them on the right path. What that means is she's going to call you on your bullshit if she notices bullshit. She'll be the first one to do it. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Mel will be as blunt as she can be to you if uh, if if she sees something. Like if she sees something that's wrong, she'll come up to you and she'll be like, hey, you shouldn't do this because of this. You know what I mean? And there's always a reason. You know. So, and Mel has great psychology. And, uh, you know, uh, she's, I mean, I think her first time she ever did ring announcing was in 2000. So she's been doing it like 22 years. So she does have a lot of experience too. And I want to point that out about school. It's not just wrestling. You don't want if, if you also want to learn how to be a manager, or if you want to learn how to be a referee, or if you or a combination of all these things, because knowing multiple things are extremely handy, as Sean can attest to. Um, you know, he knows how to ref, he knows how to ring announce, he knows how to wrestle. These are all things that are important to the business and important to understand. So 
If you're looking to get into any of that, please contact us about school. We'd be more than happy to set up a agreement and uh, start training. Absolutely. Yeah. And for pricing, please uh, contact Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme on Facebook. Um, also want to give a shout out to Crime Fighter. Be sure to be following that program for more updates. Um, wrestling this weekend in the Illinois Valley, you've got the return of Dreamwave Wrestling on the 8th at a special, very special bell time, 3 p.m., Luz Legrado's West End of Peru. Um, that is probably going to be a standing room only event at this point. Um, but I do wish them the best. I hope that we get good weather here for that. Um, I want to go back to the school and, and kind of more on this. Um, you can train with a lot of people. You can train a lot of places. I know guys have tra- traveled hours for training. You have a school now in Streeter that is legitimately going to be putting out some of the best homegrown talent for the Illinois Valley that we could ask for. Um, I, I don't know if Zawa still has their training school around here or not. I know they used to have two locations, one up by Rock Falls and one here in LaSalle. Um, and it's not that I have a problem with them. I don't. But if you're going to – I got to endorse my guy. That's what this is about. I've got to endorse mm-hmm. my guy. Um, <laughs> and I endorse okay. – I'll endorse the living shit out of you. You know that. I but endorse powerhouse – I'm I'm in Canada. I'm not going to make much difference. <laughs> I endorse I endorse Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme moving forward. I know that um, I'm not going to go into full details. That's maybe busted out here in a couple weeks. May never be busted out. But there were some internal issues that they have had to deal with, yeah. and it's it, it's made some difficult decisions. And I wish them nothing but the best in putting the best foot forward. Um, if they ever need anything from me. Sin knows how to get a hold of me. We talk every week on this program. Um, anything I can do to help uh, aid that company in its success. I wasn't willing to do that before, and there's reasons. We, we're not going to rehash here tonight. We don't need but to. I want to see them succeed. Everybody thought that I had it out for them. I didn't. Steve Kane didn't. We did not want to see them succeed under that leadership or vision of leadership. The leadership has changed. And now the division really, is... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's really interesting, too, that in our area, you talked about how multiple companies were running. Back when it was state-regulated, um, Powerhouse was wrestling in central Illinois. You know what I mean? We, we wrestled all over the place. Uh, all the props, Tim and Brian Lyle in the world. Uh, and, you know, and, and, it, and it's evolved and uh, I'll be part of that evolution and it's it's really like coming home for me because that's where I started it is and and a lot of people that know anything about sin and I know that we have been trying to get something done with him with RWF for uh, we had like three attempts with that um, it, it just didn't pan out but this is going to be something that um, truly and, and I, I want to state this too. The other trainer that PWX had, from my understanding, was not 100% local. Sin is about a 20 to 30 minute drive from where this training school is, which means that there is going to be consistent training uh, that will be starting, I believe. I, I, don't quote me on this because he's in charge of his schedule along with PWX. But it is my understanding it's going to be at least two nights a week of, of yes, yes, rigorous yeah, that's what I training. Out. 
which is not being offered everywhere. You know, we have heard of guys going through training uh, seminars to get trained. That's not the way to do it. But I'm also here to tell you that there will be guest training seminars um, that are done through connections that Sin has, or uh, like, for instance, PWX says Rhino coming in. He might be doing another training seminar at the end of, of the month. Um, but your new head trainer will be Sin. Um, uh, that's I, not to say that – go ahead. What, what I find super exciting about Rhino coming back this time is he's actually going to be working a match. Um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. I've been to some pay-per-views. Uh, WWE, WCW, all that stuff. Um, my favorite hardcore match that I think I've seen live, maybe ever, was at Backlash 2001 between Rhino and Raven. I mean, I just, as that is opening up the show, it just, like, well, Jerry Lynn did, and then them. They, uh, they tore it down, man. It was really good. I mean, that guy, that guy works his tail off. He's, he's a top talent. And, and on a personal level, we don't um, – I have, like, I've not worked on shows with Kalisto, but I know the man pretty well after last night especially. Um, if, you're guys, if you're a promotion looking for a name to book, again, you can reach out to me directly, Sean David Hubbard on Facebook. I will put you in direct contact with uh, Kalisto. I can tell you yep. right now he's offering some great rates uh, to fill up his 2023 schedule. I won't go into numbers publicly yep. here on this podcast, but you can reach out to me. He's taking bookings again, and he wants to work not only in the Midwest, but anywhere that, you, that you'd like to see him. Um, so there's that. But there's also um, just so much that we have offered to the industry by doing this podcast. So I want to take a couple minutes here. Everybody knows um, I got to screen this call real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, Katie, you going to make the trip down to Illinois from Canada to actually train? Well, my sweet, I need a pass. I need a passport first, and if I can have my inhaler in, in one hand and train train with the rest of me, yeah. But I'm. Oh, by the way, folks. Um, <laughs> In the next shows in the next coming weeks, if I'm a little uh, um, crunchy, so we say, it's because I'm quitting smoking. So, oh, congratulations! Yeah, I, I, I have to, um, and it's been a real struggle for me. I can't, I can't go cold turkey. I can't use the, something like the Patrick gum. I, I need, I need to have the physical hand to mouth. So yeah, um, under my advisement by my radiation specialist, he said straight up, Kate, vape. Vape. So I bought myself a really nice, really nice vape. It's not. It's, it's a refillable, and it's rechargeable, and it's mine. So at the moment, I'm still. I I'm doing half and half. I'm half smoking, half vaping. So I'm going to transition right. through it. Yeah. So at this Sean, time, speaking. I, Sean, at this speaking. time, oh, at this time, I am going to transition. I'm going to take a song break, and everybody knows a couple weeks ago. Oh my God. Uh, Hold, um, hold on a second. Just, no, 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 no. Hold. You're gonna take a song break while I'm speaking. Hold on a second. But anyways, what I was saying is, I am gonna be quitting smoking, folks. You'll never have a problem with my voice sounding like this. I think I sound like crap tonight, and I won't be coughing too hard or having to mute because I have to cough or anything else. So yeah, if if I'm a little crunchy in the next weeks to come, that's why. Go ahead, Sean. All right. Um, we brought you an update about a personal situation with me 
couple weeks ago. I'm going to take this song break, about three minutes, 30 seconds. Going to come back. Our next mystery guest is with us. And uh, I'm going to give everybody an update on what's going on with me personally here on the program because I have not had the chance to do that during anniversary, but we've got some time here tonight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. You are listening to Wrestling Authority Radio on the Evolution Radio Network, a proud Rampage Productions presentation. And this is the continuation of night two of the nine-year anniversary celebration here for Wrestling Authority Radio. My name, once again, Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host, 
Uh-oh. Hey, mate. Okay, well, he's a Slytherin of sin. And me, I'm Chaotic Katie. The reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks and why it has some class. <laughs> Just kidding. And I'm the reason. Never mind. All right. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, people that follow me on Facebook, people that follow the program that, that are longtime listeners know that uh, my mother and I's house caught fire. Um, yeah. It has been very chaotic, hectic. Um, quite honestly, I've been in a hotel now for about three weeks. Um, my cats are okay. And my mom it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been three weeks. It's been about three weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was awful. I I heard from I heard from Sean like he, he minutes within minutes of him getting home, maybe seconds, and he's just like, "Mama, I don't know what to do." It's like, "Oh my god." Um, <laughs> but a lot of people knew that my plan was to be out of the Illinois Valley, be out of the state of Illinois in September. Um, it's gotten a little bit delayed, but uh, tonight I am proud to announce that by the end of October, I, I will no longer be in Illinois. That does not mean that I'm not available for bookings back in Illinois. I'm still willing to come back and do some stuff here. This will always be home um, in terms of where my wrestling career started. It's just no longer going to be my physical home any longer. Um, if anybody would like to make any kind of donations, you can hit me up on Facebook. Um, we're not asking for that. My mom and I are not asking for that. Please Please, please understand the words coming out of my mouth here. It is just that um, my mom and I together um, were able to produce Wrestle Wars to be able to give back to the community. So we're not asking for handouts. But remember that we, um, in times that we could, we were able to help out those that were less fortunate. So if you have that ability to um, be able to do something, you can reach out to me or my brother uh, on Facebook and, and be glad to send you the information to where you could um, send anything if you'd like to. Uh, most importantly, I'd like, I, I just continue to send well wishes, um, best thoughts. Uh, this is, this has been a very stressful process for mom and I, um, but the light is at the end of the tunnel and I'm almost over that finish line. Okay. So just wanted so, to bring uh, everybody, um, wanted to bring everybody an update. So you on got, so that. you, so you have a pl- you, so you have a place to move to where, where you're going. I will have by the time it's all said and done. Yes. No, you haven't said where you're going, so I'm not saying where you're going. So, Correct. Yeah. Uh, um, I am going. I'm just going to say I'm going somewhere in California, and that's about it. Um, oh, I, I need this. You got somewhere. I need this. Yeah. Um, my yeah, mom needs that, this. That, and, and number one reason, he doesn't want to shovel snow. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that well, that's, what of... that's what he said to me. I don't have to shovel snow anymore. And I just went, you bastard. And I don't have to well, mow I'm, grass. I'm, because I'm, yeah, there's no friggin' grass. Oh, my God. That's gonna, that part will suck. Ugh. You know, no, it, no, it won't. My allergies will, will thank me kindly for that. Yeah, this what? is true. I, I, got, I have an allergy to that, too. See, I'm Fresh super excited. Ground. I'm super yeah. excited to pretend I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I'm finally getting a four wheeler. <laughs> we're gonna put a sh- uh, a shovel on the front of that sucker, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be driving that thing around pushing snow this winter. And I I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna be <laughs> sick. That's gonna be sick. That's gonna be All sick. All right. 
I do want to bring our next mystery guest with us at this time who may not have been able to uh, hear Sin's earlier announcement. I want Sin to repeat it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a good friend of mine, good friend of Katie's, good friend of Steve Kane's. And, and uh, this man may be managing Sin at this point, um, maybe in PWX, because I'm not always going to be here. But Sin, I led you to gold. And if I, if I give your contract to this guy, I'm certain you'll be in good hands. He is none other than Jim. Bragging. As, as hey. Wife, you know, as, as hey, Spra- it's Spraggy. I'm doing good. I ca- yeah. Hey, Spraggy. How you doing, honey? Good. How are you, Katie? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm feeling just as good as you are, honey. I'm great. I'm cancer-free, people. I'm cancer-free. Everything's fine. That's everything's awesome. great. Yeah. For the moment, everything's going good. Yeah. Scans every three months, but I'm doing well. You know, it's kind of been that a uh, good uh, show so far. There, you, you you came in on a good show, man. Uh, yeah. He uh, Sean's finally got his moving underway. Uh, I got a school opening. Well, uh, another another school, but I'm the trainer. Uh, and Katie's cancer free. How, how have you been? Yeah, yep. I'm 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 the fan's perspective. That's me, <laughs> and I'm cancer free. <laughs> well. Two things I want to say. Congratulations on nine years. It's awesome. Thank Yay. you very much. And, Thanks, bud. And congratulations, Sin. Me and oh, Sean were you. having a, a little discussion the other day, and now since all these people in the street are asking me to come back, I guess I might want to come back. <laughs> well, that's hey. Good that's great. Hey. Well, and I, I, I want to – before we premise anything else, because we're going to have fun here with this last hour here tonight, I have to go black and play this that our old, beloved old man and anybody that knows me and Steve Kane and Jim Spragan, like Jim Spragan heard this ad the first time and him and his roster um, were livid about this ad that Steve Kane made. But over time, <laughs> Uh, we have learned to li- sit back and just laugh at this. So, uh, Jim, give oh, me yeah. two minutes to play this, and we'll talk about it. All right. Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training. Going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to, because hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling, and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, Well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister, and I do have connections with the man upstairs, and we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler Within just two weeks, using our patented training methods. So come on down, join us 
and Revolution Wrestling. That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, and pass the offering plate, because we need your money. Amen. Well, I can see that why that would upset somebody. <laughs> Jeez. That would upset me too. <laughs> um, yes. Um, although this was done Quite at the time that you back then. Yes. Um, we did not have all the information on Jim's company that he was running, um, and and then in, right around shortly after the time this ad came out uh, was Revolution's last show that I attended, and I went down and I talked to Jim and I talked to some of their roster. And I said, look, I said, I'm coming to Streeter. Tim Lyle does not want to cooperate. I think I can find some use for some of you guys. And if you want to go get trained the right way, because some of them have been training under Christian Rose, some of them not. Some of them had no potential to ever go and finish out more training. <clears throat> oh, dinger. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, I know other that name. Uh, is, uh, is that name famous or infamous? Uh, with you and your daughter, probably infamous. <laughs> oh, oh, I, that's why I know that name. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so um, you know, once the information would re- was really cleared, and Steve and a couple others were apprehensive about me working with this group, but I'm going to tell you right now, for the guys that decided to stick with it and actually go out and seek legitimate training fully, they got jobs still. Um, there were a lot of them that didn't do that. And and there were a lot of them that just um, may have had something to do with Joey Grunge's school that, that, that soured them or something soured them along the way. Jim Spragan, through everything, is a very wise man. He doesn't take any BS. We may not see eye to eye politically, but we don't have to. That's not that we don't have to do that in wrestling. No, we don't have There's to. There's too many people no. that think that we do. Um, but the thing about it is this: Jim has my respect. I have his. I earned it. Steve Kane, you know, respect is given, respect is taken. He's one of the best managers I could ever ask for because his ability to go out in streeter and draw heat. I don't know that I have that ability myself, and I've been on the industry longer than Jim has. His ability to get Hayden Streeter, bar none. Then you need a manager. That's your guy. <laughs> Is that uh, Are you my ticket? I'm just gonna. I just. I'm gonna share a story. I Go was, ahead. Me and my wife were out at Walmart. We were getting something, and this little—I don't know—about ten, eleven, twelve-year-old kid ran up to me, and he looked at me, and he goes, "Spraggin, you suck," and ran away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and oh I my said, God. I'm doing, I'm doing my job. That's all I said. Yep, doing my job. If, if you're hated, did you, that's what Kane used to tell me. He used to say, "Oh God, I hate them." Then they're doing their job, darling. They're doing their job. I love fans too because they can hate you for years, and then uh, you know you do it. You do the old turnaround, and you become a fan favorite. And then it's like all the bad stuff you did for the last three, four years is erased in their minds. <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. love that. Um, Jim, you got to work under Steve Kane and I. Um, 
talk to us a little bit about the way that Steve would would guide things as a booker because Sin was not able to see this. But in in terms of the promos that you did for us, actually all three of the promos you did. I don't know if I had we, we posted the one you did for Russell Wars too, but. Um, Although the promos Steve Kane had hands in in formatting in in the language that was used. If you go, I, I went back and watched the first one from Wrestle Wars One, where you talked about Nostradamus and and prophecy. Jim had the ability because of a vision that I had that I fed to Steve Kane to better feed the Jim to really Steve Kane's ability to take what I had a vision for and create magic out of it. Mwah. You, the, the best thing Steve did for me, he just gave me a direction which way to go, and I went. And I don't know what it is, but I just have an ability to use my mouth to upset people. <laughs> <laughs> I get to, I get to go a few choice things I send to fans that I can't say on the air. <laughs> I've I've oh, said geez. a lot of choice words to people and they still hate me to this day. But uh, oh, I've got you know I have my haters too. Well, uh, somebody in Mendoza I'm, I'm, tried yeah. to punch me in the face. <laughs> oh my god! A fan? It's yeah. I. I had a 14-year-old kid come up to me after a wrestling event and punch me right in the face. <laughs> oh, my God. And I told – so I picked him up, and I put him on a table, and I said, fantasy reality, which one do you want? That's all I said. <laughs> well, this, um, man, this, this whole fan, like, they had to get us to the back. The crowd was starting to throw beers at us, everything. Oh, oh and I was walking by, oh, and wow. I just saw this – I saw this one guy that looked, well, two guys looked really heated, right? And they were yelling at me and uh, Adam, my tag partner at the time, Adam, Eves, and Sin. And uh, I just looked at him, and I, I pointed to my chin, and I'm like, you don't have the guts. You would never touch me. And I saw him pull his hand back. I was fast enough to dodge the punch, and man, security jumped that guy. <laughs> yeah. I want to take some time to uh, – we're going to have some fun here too, but um, I want to really talk business here for a minute. I want everybody to understand this, that if Steve Kane were alive today, that that endorsement that I gave Sin earlier would also come from Steve Kane. It is because that Steve believes – not only did Sin believe in, in Steve Kane as a ref, but it goes both ways. Um, Steve mm-hmm. had faith in, in the promotion efforts and training efforts of Sin, which is why Steve worked for me, Steve worked with Sin, Steve worked with Tim Lyle, all of that. I bring that all to, to, uh, together to say this. Again, if you want a legitimate place to train, legitimate place to train, and, and, and people are going to misconstrue this and say, well, he trained you, you owe him favors, he's your friend. Really? I'd still put him over if I hated the guy for training me, if he were still training people mm-hmm. to this day. And I'm talking about sin because he does it the right way. I wouldn't be, well, I just celebrate, I just celebrated my 20th year back in April of doing this 20 years and I'll be 32 in November. 20 well, I, years. 
I don't want to give all the credit. I don't want to take up all the credit here. I, I really do want to throw a shout out to Tim Lyle. He trained with the same company up in St. Louis where Kane trained. Um, he was my initial trainer. And then uh, I had two trainers at the same school. We had two. <clears throat> Excuse me. His uh, cousin came in, and his name's Brian Lyle. Brian was trained by Boogie Woogie Man Jimmy Valiant, and that really helped me a lot because Brian had learned so much from Boogie, um, and Boogie had come work for us a few times. Great guy. Um, I, I really feel like I was privileged that I had the correct training, and uh, that's that what that's what lets me be able to train guys. It's because of the the Lyle cousins. They really really did a good job with the House of Pain. A lot of good guys came out of there. So I just want to give mad props to Brian and Tim Lyle. And if you're looking for somewhere to train now, there are plenty of schools. Uh, my, the main, my main reason was uh, to play the um, Revolution ad was to say that training is not optional. It has it, it, It's a must. It is an absolute must. There is no excuse for it in 2022. Uh, going into 2023 for grown-ass men to tell me that they can't go get trained. Yeah, oh. right. Grown-ass men or women, for that matter. And pay your dues, people. That's another thing. Yeah. A lot of people misconstrue what paying dues means in 2023. We don't want to offend somebody. I'm here to tell you, because I've been through it, and I went through this even with Mel Storm. I believe that Benito uh, Sin will have the ability. It's not that he's going to be go be mean to you, but if you are truly not made to be a wrestler, he's not going to take advantage of you and take your money. He's going to no. tell you you are not cut out for this. Let's and find I, another position for you to do. Well, what's nice is too. I uh, I've been doing it so long. Um, a lot of times guys get frustrated early on because it is hard early on. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, sometimes you just need time with the guy. Like, uh, I really feel like uh, the House of Pain, um, I won't use his real name. I'll use his work name. Judas didn't have the time to really get fully trained to where he needed to be before the school closed down. So, uh um, when I hooked up back with him, you know, we won over a lot of stuff and revamped the whole, the, the, his whole presentation. He was originally known that he was known as J force. Um, just a big dude that was a powerhouse. And, uh, you know, when working with him and watching tape and stuff, uh, we settled on the Judas gimmick and, uh, I really think that, that, that went well for him. I think he did a lot with what he had. So, I mean, sometimes it does take a guy maybe a little longer to learn. And I won't BS you if, if you are to the point to where, you know, maybe you have a handicap or something happens. You know, again, like I stated earlier, man, people are still looking for referees. People are still looking for announcers. People are still looking for managers. All that can be learned at, at a good school. A lot of them, a lot of schools teach everything. I know um, – what, uh, other than Steve Kane, another one of my favorite refs, um, uh, or no, I was, uh, announcer, sweet Jimmy D, isn't he from Windy City Wrestling, too? 
I don't know if uh, Jimmy uh, uh, did, did announcing there, but uh, he's still doing a lot of announcing. Yeah, and uh, uh, sweet Jimmy D is just magic on the mic. Guy's got a great voice. He did some stuff for uh, Steve and I until he he just felt that uh, traveling that far. Uh, and he's got kids. He got kids, man. Yep. Yeah. I got um, kids. Get one of them shirts. I got kids. You know, there's there's great talent out there. I am looking forward to what is going to come out of the rest of this AEW uh, situation. You got another caller here. Let me go ahead and see who this is. Guys, uh, continue, please. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm only talking about school. <laughs> Strangely enough. Hey, but, you know what? It, this is your platform. You can stand on your soapbox for as long as you want. Well, I just want to make sure B has their own time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm yeah. excited about the new caller. Let's see who we got. I didn't expect uh, to hear from uh, – Jim, so it's awesome. Yeah, Jim, what what and bleh, what have you been up to? Why can't I talk? Oh, working. That's about it. No. Okay. So, uh, what are some of the companies you've been working for lately? Oh, oh he, has, really? he doesn't mean working uh, like that. He oh, has not worked in a while. Okay. Um, yes, oh, but yeah. from what I hear. From what I hear, Jim Spragan is up to reforming Salvation to bring to the town of Streeter once again. More on that. That would be, that would be a definite yes. I would love to reform Salvation. That is just that's my baby. And it was when it first started, it was a bunch of misfits that nobody wanted. And I was kind of their leader and the mouthpiece. And we got all kinds of heat. And then you were a part of the the next generation apostles, as we called you in the RWF. We wanted to do yep. the end, but it didn't it didn't fit for you and, and, and Stark together. Unfortunately that was short lived because Stark decided that he just didn't want to do wrestling anymore. But um we called you the next generation apostles, which was a name that you know, uh, Steve Kane and I were sitting around one day, and I was like, what can we got, call these guys that's like a close rendition to the end that's just three letters? And Steve Kane came up with it. NGA, Next Generation Apostles. One hell of a name. Oh, yeah. And I can really uh, sympathize with you, too, Jim. Uh, for, for, me, for me, it ended up being the syndicate. Uh, I, I created Syndicate and Wicked. And then next thing I knew, promoters from, you know, other cities, uh, even other states in Indiana approached me and they're like, you know, I had already broken up the syndicate at that time. They're like, hey, would you mind restarting the syndicate? <laughs> you know what I mean? It just happened. Just oh, like that. I, think, I mean, go ahead. Salvation is a, is a, a known name in Streeter. It is. It, people know it. And when our music, when it would hit the first thing, you would hear people go, just go, oh, no, they're here. Oh, you know, you'd hear that in the crowd. <laughs> that's what you want. And here's, and here's the thing hate. that a lot of people, here's the thing a lot of people don't know. 
Um, Stan, correct me if I'm wrong. Your last appearance in a powerhouse wrestling ring, you have never been in PWX, but your last appearance for powerhouse wrestling would have been around the year 03, maybe even before then. What if they 03? Uh, it would have been 0203. It would have been one of those. So yeah. you're talking the first time that Sin has been in Streeter legitimately in probably about 20 years. Yes, yes. So, yeah, it's been about 20 years since I've uh, performed in Streeter, uh, which is funny considering I've, I've driven countless hours um, wrestling for other promotions. <laughs> I want Streeter so close to me. So, that is, uh, yeah. And and I'm telling you right now, folks, you're going to need to be at this next huge PWX event, Rhino Shogun. Um, from what I'm being told, the, the status update on, on some of the PWX belts may be at hand. There's, there's various updates that are coming um, across my desk that I can't fully share with everybody here, but I know <coughs> that there's some drastic changes coming for Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme and Streeter between now their next event and then after their next event and the end of the year. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the fans of the Illinois Valley. And I want to, I want to take at least about two minutes to speak on this because I am leaving the area. So I may not get a chance to do this again before I leave. Um, I want to thank everybody that always had the vision to believe in me down here. Um, I know that there were some events that I wanted to do down here that didn't come to fruition some of that would, may, I may have had a hand in, some of it not. But I want to thank everybody that supported the vision um, of my company, be, be it here or even where we started up uh, uh, in other places. For an 18-year-old kid to um, run not, three successful wrestling events to start and then, you know, have a little bit of a hiccup like we talked about and then Steve Kane to make me realize that I could bring it back. Um and, and, and to be able to run events in Streeter, um, or even yeah, I, I wanted to get back to Princeton. Princeton is where I started. Um, there's something special about these fans. We've, we've heard countless guys come on that have worked here in the Illinois Valley come on and talk about it. There's something in the tap water when it comes to the wrestling fans around here. They're different. I always, I always loved working Streeter, too. I think the biggest show I did in Streeter was at the high school and it was a steel cage match um and uh i believe the main event was uh brian lyle versus uh eric freedom for the title or it might have been brian and tim for the title and i know freedom and i were involved in the match well, of course, those two were all, you'd be in Brian or in, and he'd be in Tim's or vice versa. Um, the point is this, wrestling has been great to me here, and I am thankful that the fans of the Illinois Valley are really getting to see good wrestling. I'm not, I'm not here shitting on anybody. Please, please, please hear me. But there are some people that were involved in some companies that ran around here that did not have the best interest of the fan at heart which is why some of the cards that you may have went to within the last year or so around here may have sucked that's all going to change you've got Dreamwave back you've got PWX reformatting completely from the ground up it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan in the Illinois Valley again 
And and this is just for 2022. 2023 going to be a whole new year. We know Dreamwave is planning a full year. We know PWX now with the the new school, the House of Sin Training Academy. I expect by this time next year we may have our first uh, uh, round of graduates because I know that Sin is the type of trainer because I was told this. You want to train and you want to be in the ring, prove to me you can be here consistently training for a year, and then because of that education you will have earned the right to maybe curtain jerk on a card. Yeah. An opportunity that is not to be taken for granted. It is given. It is not. Um, Katie, help me with this. Because I'm losing it. Kids, Kevin, it's not. Um, I don't know. It can't be expected. Yeah. Can't be expected. And pay your dues, people. Un- we all, we've all had to do it. Yeah, it's unexpected. I mean, you have to uh, you have to earn it, and and yeah. for too long, too many people haven't. But I also be be the one to tell you this: um, Sin does training differently, and mm. Sin does training from an old school mentality that a lot of people say that they have, but they truly don't understand. When he broke into the business in the first years, though, he didn't get a payday as a wrestler. Nope. No, I called paying your due. And a lot of people go, well, that's take advantage of, of, of young trainees. No. No, it's not. There is a great TV show on Vice right now called Tales from the Territories. I invite you to watch it. I started it last night. I didn't get through all of it. But it's talking about Memphis wrestling. It's the first episode with Jerry Jarrett and, and uh, Jeff Jarrett. And it's a history lesson. Cool. It is proving that it, more than anything in the world, more than putting your body on the line, you're willing to put relationships on the line, family on the line, and even even your just uh, safety and well-being to begin with, to go and do something that you said you're going to do. You, you're telling this promoter and trainer you're going to do it, and most of the times, I'm not saying that everybody works a year without getting paid. If you're good... You start to get a payday pretty quick. Well, I mean, and and I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I'm sure I had a few shows I didn't get paid for, but uh, you know, and, and Tim's fairness to Tim, um, you know, we we did get paid once we were you know a main part of the roster, and right. uh, it maybe wasn't as great, but I mean, the guy the guy trained us. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you just keep building up, keep traveling, keep working your ass off, and the money will be there. I mean, it's not really all about the money anyway when you get into wrestling. At least it wasn't for me. So, you know, it was nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. uh, As I got later in my career, uh, the paydays were nice. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, you know, PWX, uh, I'm not I'm not the booker. I, I don't choose what people get paid, so that's not up to me. I just handle my own business, and eventually that's something else you'll learn, too. Uh, if, if you go to a good school, they will teach you how to uh, um, handle business correctly and how to treat people with respect in the industry and so forth. Mel Storm will teach you the art of professionalism, true form of it. Um, there have been times, even with, within the past couple of weeks, she's been with me, and um, 
we've we've done some stuff together to where you know hey um it's the way it is sometimes some of these trainees even even a young boy like myself still because yeah i've been doing this 20 years but i'll still call myself a young boy um we have to be reined in and and it's it's taking and and that understanding um but I want to I want to close tonight with this again. Thank you to everyone for the last nine years. I want to um, play this because I didn't get to play it last night. I didn't want to send Callisto in tears. Uh, Manny, if oh, you're man. listening, I, I, I sent you the link uh, for last night and tonight. Um, this will always re- stick out to me. Um, because to have a man of this magnitude send this to us to be played here and it's forever on our song a soundboard spoke what volumes of what this show of what this show did. So we'll be back in about two minutes. We'll run in about maybe a minute of overtime and, and kill tonight. Hello everyone, this is Bill Apter and uh oh, wow, I'm still reeling from the effects of, well, not too long ago when I heard my dear friend Steve Kane um, had passed. Um, I used to look forward to his news, to his cheery calls, to the person that would tell me that... um, the news that a wrestler had passed away, and little did I ever realize that uh, someone would be calling me eventually and telling me that uh, that Steve had passed. Um, most of all, the thing that I remember most is his love and passion for uh, professional wrestling. You know, I met a lot of people in the 50 plus years I've been involved in the world of professional wrestling and I have to say when you talk about the passion of the business uh, someone who not only knew so much about it but wanted to keep the business alive and in that old school fashion that was my buddy Steve Kane and Steve, I miss you so very much. This is Bill After reporting. Anybody uh, want to say anything on that? I'd, I'm going to need a second. Me too. Hey, me too. I got, oh, my God. You see, you, you can sit here and we'll be talking about Steve all night. And the second you play, second I hear from Mr. Bill Laughter, like breakdown. Bill Wednesday was alive. Bill would be here anytime he could, or he'd send a recording if he couldn't be here. And that included a birthday wish for me as well. So Mr. Bill always took time out for us. And... (laughs) Amazing when he was here with us, always. And Steve always loved having him here, just as much. And I I, I, oh God, I miss him. Never mind. I'm, I'm okay. I just need a minute. 
the guidance and tutelage that I was given in, in the years that I worked alongside of Steve Kane, not only doing this program, but running my wrestling company, the, the tutelage that he gave not only in uh, wrestling, but in life to Katie and the tutelage that he was able to give yep. somebody like Jim Spragan, we yep. will forever be indebted to him for. Tonight, yeah. uh, last night, as I said, is truly about a celebration of triumph and overcoming. Mm-hmm. Because th- you can ask Katie and I personally. We didn't think yeah. this thing was going to come back. I said, I don't know how to do it. I don't. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you. It, 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 took us a year, it took us a year to come back because we didn't know if we could do it without Steve. We didn't know. I, and, and me and myself, regardless of my, my cancer, Regardless of, of my radiation and, and everything else I went through, I was fine doing the podcast. But without Mr. Steve Kane, you know, it just, it hurt me to even think about it. I couldn't it think took, about doing the show. I explained to Sin that it took a year to be able to find somebody that would not, mm-hmm. maybe couldn't fill Steve Kane's shoes perfectly because you can't ask for that. But bring as much knowledge and expertise that Steve had to the table to be able to continue Mm. to do this program. That was the biggest challenge and obstacle for for us to overcome to bring it back. I said, I can't just have anybody host this thing with us. I I will not do that. I will not tarnish Steve Kane's legacy on this program by allowing somebody to come on here and co-host that doesn't know the first thing of what they're talking about. Yeah, we Go were ahead, thinking Katie. about doing we were thinking about doing guest co-hosts, but we couldn't. Yeah, I just we couldn't do it. So, like I said, to even think about doing doing this show without Steve Kane brought us to tears. It hurt. It hurt a lot because as much as much as I'm a part of this program, as much as Sean's part of the program, he was he was the brains. He was. He was the passion. He was the heart. He was us, and he made he made he made us better by knowing him. And he made every show he was a part of better by being the ref. Yeah, he did. I'm, yeah, and yeah, I'm crying. Of course, I'm crying. And and my ability to book with him, to learn under him on how to book, why things are done, why are they are done this way. Was not just something that was applied to me booking RWF. It became it, it. He became the guy that taught me the formula that has been our success, our, our recipe here to make these shows successful, to make this thing thrive. Yeah. I, was, I don't. I, I was. I was putting gonna, laundry. The, I'm sorry. I was putting away laundry the other day, and Sheila sent me a T-shirt of Steve's, and I just. I was putting away laundry with a friend, my friend Emma, and I, I broke down. I broke down as it and this is from Mr. Steve King. And that's all I could say. And then I folded it up and Yeah. I wore that during like he wasn't he knew about breast cancer before he went into the coma. And he didn't come out and I didn't have him through my cancer. I but I had his wife and I had Sean. Didn't have the needle yet. But I mean like it, I, wore, it took, I, wore his, I wore his T-shirt through my recovery. It took having two women with me and, and diehard fans here from the Illinois Valley that I knew were going to be at that show of Brian Blades and Elgin last year. Because a lot of people don't know, I went and did Steve Kane's memorial in that morning, and then I went and did the show that night. 
Yeah. And it hadn't been for those group of people in a short video call with Katie before the event, I wouldn't have been able to do it. It's true. It was, it was also knowing that Christopher Daniels was there and I had to take the news to Christopher Daniels that Steve had passed. Um, because Christopher Daniels being a, a, you know, talent executive for AEW, he didn't get the, in, the news right away. Um, but I also want to thank Crime Fighter because Crime Fighter really went to bat for Steve for me on my behalf to put Steve in the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's where he belongs. Not only as a ref, as a booker, everything that he did for Tim Lyle, myself, various other promotions throughout the state and Midwest, he earned Wicked. that. Wicked. We always, it, we, you know, he was, he was always a solid ref for us in Wicked. Um, he just, and, and, you know, I don't, I mean, just even behind the scenes, um, a tremendous guy to have in your locker room. <clears throat> But yeah, that one thing I do want to say is is Crimey, Crimey stepped up when we first came back, and he's helped. He's helped out a lot since since we've been back on air. So I'd like Crimey. Crimey can uh, gets a lot of flack, and and this is what I was going to say. There have been a lot of people that have said this and that about the program. Anybody that knows this program's inception, uh, Katie will tell you and remind you. And even Spragan heard some of these. Of my rants, when this program started and I'd go on a tear rant, you didn't get me to shut up. You couldn't cut in. Right. Not even the old man. No. Cut in. The old, the old nope. man. The old man was famous for cutting everybody off and talking over everybody and taking over sometimes. Okay. I love you, Steve, but yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> You're gone, and now that now that you're gone, and Sean didn't say it, so I'm gonna say it, and I did. Um, it it became me learning how to deliver things with more tact. Little bit of honey will go go further than oil and vinegar. Yeah, that's um, right. But I I am here to tell everybody, including Crime Fighter, people that know Crime Fighter, that have said this show never produced anything positive. Um. I'm here to tell you you're wrong about that, and I'm here to tell you that I'm going to continue bringing all of this. I, I And Katie and, and Sin can tell you, because there's stuff that I've had to cover with Sin even coming and doing the inset- when we relaunched this thing that he didn't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. And I said, we don't have a choice. This podcast was formed right. to bring the issues to the forefront that have to be addressed because nobody else has the balls or the audacity to come out yeah, and say, and this, this is what's going on and why it. And there's times, and Sean will tell you too, where I've come to, I've got, and, and even the old man, yeah, well, will back Sean up on it if he was still here, and he always did. I go, like, is this really rant really necessary? And Steve would say to me, yes. If, if, and if Steve, if Steve was a good judge of what was what was going to come out of Sean's mouth, and he's like, yes, but don't worry, you know. And and Sean, Sean would even say if I go too far, say something. And I'm, you know, I'm, not a, because, I'm not afraid yeah. to retract statements. I've done that in the past, too. But I'm here to tell you, yeah. when these controversial issues rear their ugly head, we didn't mm-hmm. get nine years without having to address some of this stuff. And it's not yeah. – I don't always like being that guy. I don't – sometimes I do take a little bit of a, of a, like, yeah, I got to say that. I was right. But most of the time, I don't like being that guy yeah. anymore. I'm getting older. Yeah. I'm learning how to be a little yeah. bit more humble. 
Um, but at the end of the day, I'm still not going to take bullshit. I just want to make that point abundantly yeah. clear. I yeah. call it as I see it. That's that's how I've, I've earned a lot of people's respect that way. Excellent. Sean, I want to thank. I just go ahead, Jim. I just the one rant that I remember perfectly was the Mount Pulaski bubble wrap ring. Oh, we didn't even get to tell Finn that story because we mentioned that last night on the air. Yes, you guys said you were going to tell me the bubble oh, wrap. Save it. No, you're oh, going to save it. Oh, my God. That was it's so great. It's past 8 o'clock. I'm missing AEW. Come on, boys. Um, all right. Hey, let me Finn, tell this real thing? quick. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to tell this really quick. So, uh, brief description, Finn. There was a promoter that uh, was running with Joey Grunge back in the day by the name of Rex Gill that had legitimately bubble wrap as padding on his ring. How does that not pop when you bump or run? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. How is this helping? I, I, I'd be oh. running on shit. It'd be popping. <laughs> and is there any uh, bubble wrap left at the, if you're in the main event? I mean, uh, how could there be? I mean, it'd be, there's no protection after you've had like six, seven matches on it. Do they change it after every match? MGF is on. MGF is on, you buggers. All right. Oh. I am going to, I want to thank everybody. Tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, be our last night of anniversary. We're all going to be back here with you with a very special guest, Princess Victoria. She is a women's wrestling legend in all the senses of the word. And I have to end this thing quickly because it looks like my lovely Lestat cat is going to try to make a bolt for the door that my mom left unlocked while she goes and changes laundry here at this lovely hotel. Um, I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-host. The Salt Muscular Sin. And the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. And our special guest. Oh, Spraggy. And Maddie mm-hmm. All right, Katie, tell everybody what time it is. You have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Take your glasses to the bar. Turn off the lights. See you tomorrow Good night, night everybody. Happy anniversary. Good night. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.